Dang it, cowboy. You just had to stop for breakfast cheesesteaks. Now we're going to be late. Eh, it was worth it, though, right? Oh. No, that was the worst way to start the day. I feel like I'm dying. Exactly. That's how you know you had a good filly, dude. Ugh. Come on. Let's just see if we can sneak into work without getting caught. All right. Okie dokie. Welcome to Game Corp. Nobody fucking move! Whoa, whoa. Calm down, Professor. Nobody has to get hurt. Uh, back up, uh, or I'll think of something really crazy to do. Uh, I'm warning you, I, I I will start thinking. Oh, Jesus, guys, hold on. Something's going down. Holy shit, Professor L has a gun, and he's holding the receptionist hostage. What? Ugh, I don't get paid enough for this. Now, listen to me, Professor L. I was a negotiator for the Waddle PD for 12 years, and if there's one thing I can tell you, it's that you just look really dumb right now. Just so dumb what? doing this whole thing. What? Uh, no, I don't. I, I look like a badass. I, I look at the mohawk. You look real dumb. It's kind of low-key embarrassing, and people are staring, and it's like, oh my god, look at the guy. He got your gun and your hostage. Oh. It's just kind of cringe, you know? Uh no, I, no, I, I don't want to be cringe. I, I want to be like uh, Christian Bale in the movie Taxi Driver. Of course you do. We all want to be Christian Bale in Taxi Driver. And if you really want to be Christian Bale, you got to put your gun down and let the receptionist go. Or I'm going to hurt you. I'm going to hurt you real bad. Be like a knife or something. Because you need help. And I care about you. And that's why I'm here to help you. Or hurt you. Really bad. Mr. your call, buddy. Uh, no, no, you're messing with my head. Uh, you get out of my head. You're, you're living rent-free in my head, and I don't like it. Ah, I can't take it anymore. I'm freaking out. Ah. Guys, I don't think he can take it anymore. We got to do something. Uh, oh, look, his back is to us. If we bum rush him, we could probably just knock him over and get the gun. What? Okay, fine. But we do it together. You can't uh -huh. do that thing where you just, like... Right. Leroy J. Binkins! Oh, shit. God damn okay. it. Go. Stick to the blend. Yeah, go. Uh, oh, hey, JB. Uh, no, we're... Ah! Oh, no! My spine! Ah, it hurts! I got him, guys. So as soon as I chew his hand off, you can grab the weapon and finish this. JB. Damn it! Stop! Stop! Cut! Oh, my God, cut! Yeesh, I know you're cut. What is this, like amateur hour? I'll be on my trailer. What the hell kind of improv was that? Uh, I'm sorry, Terry. I mean, I was trying to go for like a natural kind of scream, but I mean, I can totally... No, not you. Podcasters, what the hell? JB, you completely ruined the scene. I... what? Look, I get that you three must be angry that you didn't make the cash sheet, but trying to chew the scenery and my actors isn't going to get you in the movie. Movie? What movie? Uh, Godoy, the Super Mega Game Corp movie. Didn't you hear? After watching the new Mario movie, the boss noticed that practically every major gaming brand has their own movie now. Lego, Nintendo, D&D, Sonic, Star Wars... Don't forget Jumanji. I'm trying to. Anyways, he demanded that Game Corp have its own box office smash and put me in charge as lead director. Oh, uh, oh, so you're going to be in charge of how the public views Game Corp? 
Oh yeah, big time. Complete creative control. I'm just gonna let my art flow. Hey, Terry, sorry to interrupt, but I'm struggling to find enough blood to flood the third floor hallway, and I've already visited, like, every horse stable in town, you know, it's, it's just kind of hard and find all Wow, this. Luke, fucking incompetent much? What? Do I have to do your goddamn job for you? Obviously, you should take your ass down to wardrobe, oh hire a few goblins, grab a couple ski masks and some prop guns, uh -huh. and then head down to the blood bank on 43rd and uh -huh. use your goddamn imagination, uh -huh. or I'm gonna blacklist you so fucking hard, oh you God. won't even be able to land a sponsorship with Nord fucking VPN. You got it? Yes, Director. Sorry, Director. Right away. Right away. Oh, boy, good help can be so hard to find, am I right? Oh, speaking of which, we're a little short-staffed on the grip team today. So which one of you fellas wants to be my new personal best grip boy? Uh, oh, uh, I can't, because I, I gotta finish notes for the podcast, yeah. And, and I can't, because uh, I, I gotta get this episode over to legal for approval, so. And I can't, because best grip boy sounds like it involves gripping a penis. L like, your job is just to grip penises all day with your hands, and they you're the best at it. Like, you're the best boy at gripping penis. Not to mention how you sounded like a complete psycho just a minute ago, yelling at Luke. I, I feel like that's a pretty obvious reason nobody's mentioning about what a nightmare it'd be to work with you, I mean. Hello and welcome to Game Court, the best damn podcast this side of the video game dimension. We are your hosts. I am Cowboy. I'm Jake. And I'm JB, a.k.a. Junkie Bong. Junkie Bong. JB. Junkie Bong. Yeah, I'm JB. Junkie Bong. That's funny because Donkey Kong's already mistranslated. You have also mistranslated it. Wait, what do you mean? Donkey Kong. Is okay. it what do you mean? Okay. Don't Kong. no, don't lure me into like don't gaslight me, okay? I'm not I'm not anything to do with Donkey Kong. I'm Jonky Bong. <laughs> okay. That's completely different. This is Jonky Bong. Like Janky 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 Kong. Bong. But bon, but bon, but Dong? And... I can submit yeah. this in court as evidence. I just want you guys to know this. It's recorded. <laughs> <laughs> J B Junkie Bong. Bong. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. Well, folks, today is a special episode. For the first time mm -hmm. in our podcast history, we're not talking video games. We're talking what? video game movies! Ah! Tangentially related! Whoa! <laughs> That's right. Woo! When the new Mario movie released, the whole world watched in terror as critics tried to tear the movie apart with review mm. scores. When that didn't work, many reviewers and critics took to the internet to write editorials about how the old 1993 Mario movie was totally better than the new one. What? And we're all wrong and should feel bad about hating the old one mm. and loving the new one. So today... We are pitting the 1993 Mario movie against the new Mario movie in a brutal head-to-head -head showdown. Whoa. Mario v. Mario. Color me impressed and surprised. Surpri You're on the show. <laughs> uh, well, I, I, I mean, you gotta, uh, you gotta play it up for the audience, you know? Like, I, I gotta be, I'm, I'm like, you I'm like the Nia. You're here. I'm like you the, worked on the show. I'm the Keanu Reeves of this show. Like, You're I'm not the Neo. The Whoa. Just because you have long hair does not make you the Keanu Reeves. There's a whole bunch of other things, like being a yeah. nice person, 
being good at martial no, arts. Uh-huh. You lack no, a lot uh-huh. of those features. You've got to be the blank guy that the audience can live through, and that's my niche. You that's think, what I'm doing. You think Keanu Reeves is the faceless protagonist of his movie, and you're the faceless protagonist of yeah. the podcast. Yes, yes, you got it. That's why I'm always like, wait, what's going on? Let me see. What what's that? Right, right. You do kind of yeah. Dora the Explorer like, like <laughs> I do this, every episode. <laughs> That's okay. I'm actually on board with that. You see, you see. No, you don't, because it's an audio format. But it's okay, listener. You can live through me. You can see through my eyes. Oh God, vicarious through JB is like the worst way to experience anything. I am you, and you are me. We are one. We <laughs> are legion. Want to throw up. Hey, have you guys ever received like a spammy text message? Just like ever, of course you have. Yeah, like yeah. Yeah. everybody in the entirety of, the of like forever. Do you guys ever mess with them? No. I just I just delete it if my phone doesn't already. You just delete no. it. Man, I nobody take, texts me. <laughs> I take really, dude, I I get blown up with spam texts and calls and stuff like that. And I take every opportunity I can to fuck with them. And I have some really juicy ones here. I posted it in our Discord as well. You can see like the, uh, the screenshots on my phone. I feel like some people kind of had a hard time following because it kind of just starts in the middle of a conversation, but that's kind of how I got it. So I thought I would recreate the whole scenario for everyone listening at home and they can follow in in the madness, especially yeah. if you're not part of the Discord. But oh, you I should guess, be because I you miss cool things be. like this. You just got to join the Discord. I guess I that's guess the only way to experience that. this audio medium. That's Get true. Linky in the dinky. Here's a little, I'm, 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 I'm trying to start like a new that. thing. I don't like that's that. a new thing I'm trying. Don't, Linky in the dinky. Slap it on a shirt and sell it to grandma. I think it might work. So... Here's um, yeah. Here's my rendition of what happened, and this is a taste of the things that you can find in our Discord. Please join our mm-hmm. Discord, gooddadsonly.com. And this will so, give you an understanding of what Jake's daily life feels like. This is vicarious. This is this is seventy percent of every day for me. So, mm-hmm. I got I got a text message, and it starts in the middle of a conversation, and it says, "Hey, Elisa, how have you been?" Of course, I'm not Elisa, but that's how the scammer started the conversation. Wait and, a minute, this scammer. Thought you were Lisa? Alisa. That's crazy. Thought I was Alisa. All right. Oh, Alisa. <laughs> yeah. Al- <laughs> Buckle up. This is a long one. Buckle up. Buckle up. Here we go. All right. Here we go. From the beginning, I'll be playing both parts. Hey, Alisa, how have you been? Good. How are you? At this point, I decided I'm going to ask that as many times as I can. <laughs> I'm going very well today. And you? Oh, great. How about you? Sorry. Are you Alisa? I'm Nancy. Nancy, oh, hey, how are you? Yes, I'm fine. And you? Oh, you know, doing fine. Life goes on. How are you? Yes, I said I'm fine. By the way, what your name? Elisa. You're Nancy, right? Long time no see, Elisa. Do you want to hang out with me tonight? Long time no see, man. It's been a while. Been thinking about you. How you been? Yes, I'm fine. Elisa, do you remember me? Elisa, I'm sorry, who is this? At this point, the scammer posts some random woman. Of course, we don't know. That's we know that's not who that is. I, I also want to mention that you're giving Nancy a very deep voice. Nancy been smoking for a while. I just want to say that right well, now. I think it's because Nancy is not Nancy. Nancy, Nancy is, is some dude in Nancy. a call center. Nancy is not Nancy. No, wait, I it's believe. not a call center. It's a text center. Don't you, you think be smirch Nancy's it's a text name. Center. That's Are just... they calling while they're texting? They're like doing like I uh, don't know. your Windows virus has reached maximum capacity. Please call me. And at the same time, they're texting Elisa. 
Oh, he's definitely working two jobs at once doing this. Absolutely. He is not glued to the phone. Yeah, absolutely. There's uh, there's there's proof of uh, his due diligence later on too. So Wonderful. random post of random woman. I'm your best friend. Don't you remember me? Oh my God, Nancy. I'm sorry. This is a new number. How are you? <laughs> Let me see your old. <laughs> Let me see your picture to make sure it is my friend. I post a picture of Nancy Reagan. Oh, sorry. Probably I should entered wrong number. Hope you don't mind my mistake. You are not my friend. LOL, that's Nancy Reagan. I'm messing with you. No, I'm not Nancy Reagan. I'm Nancy Lebedevdevictrovolomna. <laughs> Where do you want to hang out? I think so. Or Ukrainian something. Where do you want to hang out? I want to drink some coffee and shopping. Where at? <laughs> Best friend Nancy? What? <laughs> At that point, it's been a while. <laughs> oh, okay. Where do you want to meet? No, you are not my friend. Sad face. What, what did I do? Because I do not believe you. Why? Since you are not my friend, why can't I see you? I uh, post a picture of Elizabeth Olsen. At this point, who that? The Scarlet what? Witch. Oh, okay. The third Olsen twin. The, the Olsen twin, twin everybody loves. Yep, the older Olsen twin. I <laughs> yeah. did not know that. It's me. Yep. Quit playing. How are you? <laughs> uh, at this point, Nancy posts a picture of Scarlet Witch. <laughs> Who is that? Why are you being weird? Are you okay? <laughs> no, it is. No, it's not your. This picture is the famous of Avenger. Her name is Wanda. <laughs> That's not me, L-O-L-O-L-O-L. Do not text me anymore, girl. Why? I post a picture of Elizabeth Olsen. It's me, Elisa. How are you? It's okay. Nancy, answer the question. They're listening, you know. Nancy? Nancy? What? What you want? How are you doing, Nancy? It's been so long. Answer the question, Nancy. I said I'm fine. What do, what do you want from me? Show me your picture, Nancy. Prove oh, to God. me that you're my friend. I, I see your picture already, so you are not my friend. This is me. Post stock image of random white man. I post picture <laughs> of the original picture that Nancy sent to me. Then who is this, Nancy? Hey, Nancy, I have a question. How are you? What question? How have you been, Nancy? I feel like I haven't seen you for years. Let's go get coffee and do shopping and pray to the moon and wear each other's skin, Nancy. I need yeah, you, Nancy. I think you should give me your address. No, I do not trust you. Oh. Trust me. I am you. I am Nancy Lebedevdevictrovodomina. You're an imposter, but we can fix that. I can absorb you, make you better. We can be together forever, Nancy. Go away from me, bitch guy. <laughs> Nancy, how are you? No. <laughs> you want me to hang out with you, right? Add my telegram and I will send you my email address. I want to fuse with you, Nancy. Send me your address. <laughs> send me your eyes. Send me your dude and I'll send you my email address. Hey, what's your telegram? I post picture of random white guy he posted me. I'm hungry, Nancy. <laughs> Let's get coffee and go shopping. I'm hungry, Nancy. I'm hungry, Nancy. I'm hungry, Nancy. I'm hungry, Nancy. They post random picture of this woman with a telegram address. Probably wanting me to join. Hungry dick, Elisa. And then what? I post. Yeah, that's what they posted to me. <laughs> hungry dick, Elisa. And then I say, I'm hungry, Nancy. I'm hungry, Nancy. I'm hungry, Nancy, like 30 times. And they reply, oh, hungry what? <laughs> You you would go great old one with this. You would then, just send him into madness. 
and then I post a stock image of a of a of a lady housing spaghetti with the word Nancy over the spaghetti. <laughs> <laughs> they say LOL, but uh oh, the same person texted me from another ad from another phone number. <gasps> it's the same person, different phone number. They've been fishing. Do you want to hang out with me tonight, Elisa? Hi, who is this? Sorry. Are you Elisa? I'm Nancy. This is from a different number. Yeah. Hi, Nancy. How are you? I'm going very well. And you? I'm doing great. Like, it's been so long. How have you been? I'm fine. Thanks. Let me see your picture to make sure you're my friend. Again, really weird. Wait, let me see your picture first. I don't have this number in my phone book. No pranks, Nancy. Smile face. It's me. Okay, LOL. How are you, Nancy? They post picture of same random woman. I said I'm fine. Looking good, girl. <laughs> What's been going on? It's okay. May I see you if you don't mind? I posted a picture of Abby Plaza. Girl, it's me. What's up? Nothing for a while. You there? Nancy? What? I showed you my pic. What's up? Are we going to hang out? No. You are not my friend. <laughs> Who is your friend? Elisa. She's my friend. Do you have a pic of her? No. You don't have a pic of her? Yes, I don't have. I post pic of random white guy that he sent me. Is this Elisa? Leave me alone, fuck off! Bigger picture of white man. I see you. Go away from me, bitch guy! Even closer, bigger picture of white man. Want to get coffee and go shopping? Nancy! And there's where it ends. Oh my god. You know, now that you now that I hear it, I just have no idea how anybody could be confused by that. It's so Oh I'm saying normal. It's, oh, I'm it's saying so it's, it's just a very normal, easy to follow <laughs> conversation. <laughs> it, well, it is and it isn't. You know when you're when you're just sending random pictures back and forth and it's the same pictures sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, wait, who sent this one? You, you have no, to know great. the tone. Otherwise, it's just like, hey, me and my friend were talking. Here's what we said to each other. Yeah, I, I just, okay, so no context. I just see this picture yes. show up randomly in the Discord, and I pull it up, and it's a text conversation. It's like, hey, Nancy, is this Elisa? Hey, Elisa, it's Nancy. <laughs> Here's the picture. Here's the picture. Elisa, Nancy, you're not my friend. I was like, what is happening? <laughs> what is this? I love that you turned into a demon that was haunting him. That was great. Like, I, I swear it. he must like worry at night like it's just a guy pranking me right right you i'm know? probably gonna text him again soon i'm gonna see and i'm I gonna see what's up with nancy i'm so curious like what the scam is supposed to be oh god yeah i assume i assume they're looking for it's a oh, it's a, oh sorry i yes they're gonna trap me <laughs> oh i'm not i'm not i'm sorry i'm not elisa oh who is this are you a man <laughs> yeah. Let me see your picture, big boy. Follow my telegram. Give me your information. Oh, gotcha. I think it's going to be one of those situations. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The premium Snapchat bait and switch. I'm just I'm just a hot woman looking for my friend. Oh, I found you. Well, you're good enough. You be my friend. Is that what <laughs> yeah. that is? Pretty uh, much. So, yeah, cuz that happens so often. Like I'm just like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I get like, yeah, that's just a thing that happens to guys, you know? You know, like, hey, you know I do so the same obvious. thing. Like, if I'm feeling lonely, I'll just put on a plumber's outfit and go to people's houses if they look cool enough. And then halfway through, I'm like, hey, I'm not really a plumber, but you just seem pretty cool. You know, and <laughs> you're already in their house, and so you might as well hang out. And they can't say anything they because can't of say the... They can't say no, because... 
You're already there. Yeah. The implication. The implication. <laughs> oh, I mean, I do have a lot of tools in my bag, and like, you don't know what I mean by tools in my bag. It's fetish shit. I like to bind. I like to be bound. <laughs> Good call out to It's Always Sunny there. Yeah, 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 yeah. Welcome um, to the official It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia podcast. There, there is an official podcast. Isn't it's it actually by them? Really- it's by them, and it's really well-liked. It actually does really well. Good for them. I yeah. love when actors invade the podcast scene, when <laughs> like, A-listers totally take over everything and take all the viewership away from normal people. I loved when I, actors did that. I love, yeah. when, <laughs> I love when rich, talented people do really well in one area, and then just kind of stumble into another and do equally well and make as equally as much money. It's great when they monopolize all of it. <laughs> It's so good. It's so easy for them. It's so fucking good for them, man. It's like, oh, here's here's the thing that like anybody can do. It's open to the public. Like everybody has a chance here. Oh wait, no, we don't. Oh god. No. It's all the good people. Yeah. As soon as one A-lister comes in, it's all over. But what's My- next? What's next? They took movies from the little guy. They took what? You to YouTube from the little guy? They took YouTube. Yeah. They next took- they're gonna like show up to parties that I'm at and tell jokes better than me. I feel like <laughs> it's there. They take the radio waves away from the little guy. What's left? Stock images? I don't know. I don't know oh where else. God. Where else do we Are go they gonna here? replace old man doing weird smile at computer holding coffee? I hope so. I hope so. What's the What's future his name? of this? How could we? They took memes. Harold. Harold. Are they gonna yeah. replace Harold? They're no. gonna take Harold. Check it Did out. They, they, they took they memes took, away. They took memes. Leonardo DiCaprio is a major meme. You know. Oh, oh that's no. true. You're absolutely right. They, they absolutely take right. The memes they invented too. the meme scene. What's next for us? Like, if we, if, if, if GameCorp, like, dropped the podcast and moved on to a new medium, like, what is it? Selling fucking postcards? Like, yeah. do you guys want to sign up for our postcard distribution? We'll write a joke on it once a month. You could see it. It's very cool. We're in Vancouver now. Flirt, really flirting nice. in bars. You go to a bar, you flirt oh with a woman, God. then all of a sudden Ryan Reynolds is there and he flirts with her too. It's every like, get the time. fuck out of here, Ryan Reynolds. It's every time. He's like, I got 30 more bars to hit. <laughs> we gotta do this quick. <laughs> God damn it, Ryan Reynolds. Quit picking up every woman ever. <laughs> oh, some woman comes up to the bar to meet me and she's like, oh, I can't find him, but uh, you're you're Ryan Reynolds, you'll do. Ugh, hate yeah. it. Hate it. Okay. Yeah, every time I'm mistaken for a beautiful beautiful rich man Ugh. hate that. just like All me right. for me okay hold on i want to jump back i want to point something out real quick going back to that call jake i don't think you've kind of told people that this is like a lifelong hobby for you that you have no. done for a yeah. while <laughs> This isn't like a one-off thing. No, do you remember, I do it all the time, man. Do you remember for your local city, you live in like a local town, kind of rural, and that yeah, you yeah, joined yeah. their big Facebook group and literally just played the part of the devil for a while. Oh, yeah, and yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, I, I do things like that. One of my favorites was when you posted in and you said, I've been on this diet for a while and I've been eating just <laughs> raw meat pounds of raw meat what am i doing wrong i'm not getting any stronger i'm getting weaker and it's hard to breathe or something you did this thing and people people 
people don't know who you are online, so they literally came in like, oh, my God, stop eating raw meat. And you're like, I literally just ate 10 pounds of it. Yeah, this, poor, they could... this poor small town. It's like this poor, poor small town and moms the Facebook and is like 25K strong. Yeah, and it is a lot of moms and pops and things like that. And people post a lot of like stuff like that, like, hey, um, I need advice on this. Hey, who's good at pulling weeds? Yeah, babysitting, but I, I... selling an yeah. armchair, decent Folk stuff, old timey yeah, yeah, decent yeah. folk stuff. I jumped in there and I was like, "Hey, um, any advice on any folks who've been trying like new 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 diets? Like I've been trying to do paleo, and um, I haven't been getting the result I desired. I've been eating a lot of like broccoli and vegetables and uh, raw steak, and it's just not it's not really doing it for me. I don't know how I can hang in. <laughs> uh, any advice would be appreciated. And then the comments start flooding in. They're like, "Raw raw steak." Are, are you're supposed to cook this? You're eating raw steak, and I yeah, that's when I just started hammering it. Yeah, um, I, I've been eating a lot of raw meat lately. Like that's a, that's what they told me to do, and I've been having a lot of stomach issues. Like I gotta tell you, like I don't feel good, guys. <laughs> and then they started getting real worried about me. No, I do that. I do shit like that all the time. Like, <laughs> why not? <laughs> it really is. What uh, I mean, playing the idiot is like one of my favorite things ever. Like, just being like, oh, I did not know that. I've, I've been doing this obviously stupid thing. And people, for some reason, cannot comprehend the idea that you're fucking with them. And they'll be like, no. don't do obvious dumb thing. And it's like, oh, but I am just severely stupid, like medically bad stupid. I've been doing <laughs> thing. It's like, how do you not know people can't live being that stupid? You would be dead already if you were I... <laughs> so dumb you eat raw meat. Yeah. The crazy thing is when I was listening to that, I was thinking about all of these different random Facebook posts that go viral mm -hmm. of like people in those community groups. And I'm like, are they all just Jake? Is it just Jake in all of these clips? 60% of them is me. Yeah. <laughs> there is a large portion of the internet that is just Jake and nobody realizes. <laughs> and then you get those ones where it's like Jake is out there saying some nonsense about how to parent children. Mm -hmm. And then other Jakes come in and back him up. Oh, yeah. oh and I it's like I'll how play... many accounts do you have, Jake? I'll play both sides. I I will I will create a I'll create a uh, text chain, uh, not a text chain, a Facebook message chain, like 150 strong, and I will Just play the entire you. town. It's all me. It's and then me. people come in yeah. and they're like, what the hell is even, going on here? Even Gwyneth Paltrow is probably Jake. She probably doesn't believe Jake. any of that A lot of, of that, that is shit. me. A lot of that is me, but I hired a few interns also to kind of take it up mm. whenever I'm not available. And I don't no. really look like a Gwyneth Paltrow, and they kind of they kind of like substitute in those situations. No. But yeah, I yeah, mean, the most spirit, of Gwyneth Paltrow is me. The spirit, not literally right. you, the spirit of Jake. I but was in it? three Iron Man movies, cowboy. You're, you're not. You're not Eddie Murphying the the planet. Okay, I you're Eddie Murphyed Gwyneth Paltrow. <laughs> that's a that's a weird verb. <laughs> but but does it, Jake? Does does the candle smell like your Jake Gina? <laughs> your Jake China. What is a Jake does it, China? Just the candle. There's more than one oh way to God. skin a cat. You've actually <laughs> watched it. JB actually knows what he's talking about. Oh, vagina what? candles. Yeah, but vagina candles. Yeah, that's me. I Sorry. stayed away yeah. from it. It's me. It's me. It's me. All right. You can you can start buying them now. It's safe. It's Welcome not to Gamecorp.com forward slash Jake China. Me. <laughs> it's me. All right, guys. Do you want some trivia? I think so. Yes. Okay. <laughs> I think All right. What would you do if we said no? Moving on. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Don't test those waters. <laughs> <laughs>
Yeah. Um, speaking of Jake Gina, uh, let's uh, let's get some <laughs> trivia. And I got okay. it. I got it right here, and I'm pulling it out of my pocket. Your Jake right. China, you're pulling it out. You know you're pulling it out of your Jake China. I said pocket. Uh, this round of trivia is brought to you by Uncle Shim Sham's goddamn yam clam. Slap a clam. Love it. This is my. This is this is a Mario Mario Sudden trivia. and it's, violent it's, ad. It's Mario. It's Mario. It's Mario trivia, guys. Ooh, okay. This oh, is all I'm about not sure Mario how much I know stuff. about the extended universe. This but is let's all do about. It. This is all about. I haven't read Mario. All, all right, guys, ready your buzzers up. Uh, wahoo! Nice. <laughs> get wrecked. Hits me. Okay, hey. okay, okay. I'm gonna Imposter. get those uh, confused a lot. <laughs> All right, here we go. It's as usual. Seven questions. Best of seven wins a fabulous prize, and let's go. Some of these are kind of silly. Oh, you know. Question the first. It's well known that Bowser used to go by another name, King Koopa. According to the Super Mario Brothers Super Show, what is the name of King Koopa's grandfather? It's a me, JB. Uh, Grandpa Koopa. Uh, incorrect. You got part of it right though. Which part? <laughs> I'm not gonna say. And I promise. <laughs> I promise the rest of these are not that deep. Uh, okay. Cowboy. His name uh, is Grandpa Bowser. Oh, you hung on the wrong word. That is incorrect. Ooh. <laughs> According to the Super Mario Brothers Super Show, King Koopa's grandfather is Poopa La Koopa. Poopa La Koopa. Poopa La Koopa. Koopa. Mario like, Cannon. It, it sounds like some drink you'd get on a beach with an umbrella. It sounds like, like the word one. poop. It sounds like <laughs> Poopa La Koopa. It sounds like it has poop in it. Like the French word for like shit turtle. Give me a poop on the rocks. Or just right. the English word for poop. Poopa La Koopa. Poopa La Koopa. Wait, Italian. Maybe it is He's Italian. a bee, All right, question the second. <laughs> it's a book and a beppo. Question the second. <laughs> Good old Bowser, video game's most hardworking single father. We've all heard the claim from Mr. Miyamoto stating that the Koopalings are not, in fact, Bowser's children, but we all know that from 1988 to 2012, that was simply an undisputed fact. Welcome to Game Corp's legal team has poured millions of dollars into defending the claim that all of the Koopalings are Bowser's children, and he has full rights to full parental visitation, including Bowser Jr. How many children does Bowser have? Oh, money! Oh, oh, God! That wasn't that wasn't one. Of, was that one of them? <laughs> yeah, that's me. You, you, that's that wasn't your, that was, was my buzzer. buzzer? Is, yeah, it totally was. Buzzer. I thought it was Wahoo. It was no, wah you, you're misremembering. Mamma mia. Okay. Don't gaslight me. What do he you want, has, Cowboy? He has eight kids. Oh, ding, ding, ding. Yeah. yeah. How did you know that? Because uh, turtles lay eight uh, baby eggs. Right, right. Okay. It's a it's a well it's a well known fact. Mm -hmm. Ahead of time. In He's case. Octo Dad. It's kinda like Octo Mom. Yeah, there are seven Koopalings and one Bowser Jr. Yeah. Question the third. This is gonna be fun. To date. Mario has held 12 occupations in his video game career. I need you to name six of them. It's uh, not it's as hard me. as you think. Go, JB. Plumber. Doctor. Uh, detective. He has been a... That's how many? Like five already, right? One, uh, two. That was three guesses. Okay. Um, he has been a an archaeologist. <laughs> he is, 
he's been a um teacher <laughs> and he's been a uh fighter like a combatant like uh in smash bros <laughs> okay 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 you got three right <laughs> oh, <shit>. oh. <laughs> let's do best let's see who can get the biggest number okay Wow. okay go <laughs> plumber uh painter uh a cart driver uh referee uh detective and uh he was also a uh gas station attendant Absolutely not. I think JB takes the cake on that one. He got one Hell more yeah. than you. Officially, here's the official list. Mario has been a carpenter, plumber, doctor, racer, martial artist, baseball player, soccer player, basketball player, pro mm. golfer, dentist player, construction worker, and Olympic athlete. Tennis and golf. I forgot. Oh. I thought those would have just been athlete. I don't know why. I would have rolled those into one. Uh, in uh, in U.S. culture, those are all very different Wait, and very was, prestigious occupations. He was a referee, though. <laughs> When? Punch out. It's canonically oh my God, Mario. He was punch is out. Is that canonically Mario? Canonically. Canonically is Mario. It? it is. 100. Is it? I'm not lying. It is canonically Mario. Okay, you both get a point. It's two to one. Yeah. Wait, does that I tied him because of that? Yes. Oh my god, push up the glasses fucking actually. Actually. Thank you. Better you better not be fucking lying, cowboy. I'm not. You know what happens when people lie in trivia. Question the fourth. The Mario franchise has always been a kid-friendly, bright, and colorful source of entertainment for all to enjoy. But not so fast! Seems Mario has a dark history. According to the lore of the original Super Mario video game, what is the origin of the iconic floating brown brick? What? So floating long, brown gay brick? Bowser! <laughs> You can't keep changing your buzzer, cowboy. <laughs> yeah, <I can. laughs> what is the origin of the iconic floating brown brick in Mario games? It is. It is uh, a piece of Brooklyn that came with them. I like that, but it's very incorrect. Oh. It's a me, JB. It's a brick of drugs. <laughs> all, of, all the drugs. Yeah, it's when Mario spent his 13th occupation down in Cuba, moving that hey. good yayo. No, it is all incorrect. That's a toad. That's a toad. You've been killing toads this entire time. The inhabitants of Mushroom Kingdom, you've been murdering them. That's right. According oh, yeah. to the lore of the original Mario Brothers game, everyone was turned into rocks, stones, and bushes and things like that. And every time you break one, you kill somebody. Oh, God. Well, can they be turned back? Or? No. Question the fifth. <laughs> You guys remember Bowsette, the Bowser gender bin that took the internet by storm in 2018 and made all the boys horny for Bowser? Of course you do. Bowsette wasn't the only anime booba to spawn from that mind virus. Can you name the three other Mario... I'm sorry. Can you name the three other popular Mario baddie gender bins that came to life during that very weird time in September of 2018? Mm. Let me rephrase that. So, with the advent of Bowsette, mm -hmm. three other bad guy characters were created to accompany her. Name them. Hmm. Wah! Ugh, JP, you guys are killing me. <laughs> uh, there's like, I don't know, like Lady Wario, 
Lady Waluigi. Or no, Walu- Waluigi Lady. Lady Waluigi. And then there's a shy girl. <laughs> <laughs> correct. No, it's not correct. Oh, shit. I thought I was getting so excited. I thought I was right. That is not correct. Cowboy, you want to give it a shot? Uh, yeah. Um, shy girls definitely got to be one of them. Uh, then there's girl boo. Girl, uh, just boo, bay, just bay, boobs. bay. What do you think uh, the name? What give me a give me a name? Because they do have they have a they have names like you know shy girl, bay instead of boo. Okay. Uh, and then, uh, turtleette. Unfortunately, that is all incorrect. You guys were not inflicted with the Bowsette mind virus and got horny for Bowser. <laughs> nope. The three other popular characters that came about when Bowsette started smashing the internet was Princess Boo, oh. Chain Chompette, oh. And, and oh yeah, and Piranette. What they didn't yeah. do a shy girl? That's such a easy. They didn't. They, they could have had like a whole like emo haircut. It would have been great. I think both Chain Chompette and Princess Boo kind of like cornered that. Yeah. That's such two weird characters to sexualize. Yeah, really being an inanimate object and then like a flower. Like that's <laughs> like a ball and chain and a flower and people are like, yeah, let's make them girls. They're not boys. They're not. What What are you doing? They're not anything. How can you gender bend an inanimate object? <laughs> Look sense. at this chair. Now it's girl chair. <laughs> now it's, it's like, girl how chair. was it a man originally? <laughs> Ooh, it's tablette. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you just is... put lipstick on the table. That's all you did. <laughs> there's very, there's a very specific kind of person on the internet, and in 2018, it was everyone. <laughs> that I... is a very specific type of person. <laughs> the all internet. Right. Question the six. We all know that it's popular opinion that the hit game Mario Brothers 2 is the best in the franchise. It features four playable characters and a score of new gameplay mechanics so unique and fun that everyone totally loved them and had no complaints. True. The final boss, Wart, was so beloved that he actually appears in another game. Do you know that game? Wahoo! Cowboy. No. Oh. Partial bum, credit. Bum, Just kidding. <laughs> JB. That's the that was Mario Kart starting sound. Yeah. yeah, you got it. You got it. I'm going to say that he showed up in WarioWare. Mm. Oh, that, so that was that was a good guess, but actually not. You guys are going to go, oh, when I say it. He actually appeared in Link's Awakening. Oh! I didn't know that. Told you. <laughs> Link's Awakening, the popular weird Zelda game where lots of Mario characters... And Kirby appeared in the game. Wow. I do remember that. I do yeah. remember Kirby being there. Didn't okay. I knew that. The final question of the night. You know the Chain Chomp is in there, too. Yeah, absolutely. I'm in there. Jake's in there. Everybody Jake's was in Link's Awakening. In Nancy's in there. Nancy Pelosi's Nancy. in there. <laughs> I should call Nancy. Everything reminds me of Nancy. All right. Let's try to tie it up. Hands on the buzzer. Quick as lightning. I hope you guys are ready. Question the seventh. What was the first Mario game to depict Mario's nipples? Bring, bring. Oh, 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 JB, JB. That would be the very first. This is, we're talking Jumpman. He was all nipples all the time. Nope. Incorrect. Damn it. 
You want to give it a go, Cowboy? Yes, that was my buzzer. Uh, um, Super Mario Sunshine. Oh, that's such a good, that's such a good guess. Oh, because the beach. But, but it's not. not. It's not. It's, it's Mario. Super Mario Odyssey. It Odyssey. is Super Mario Odyssey. Why did you not guess it the first time and tie it up? That would have been so exciting. Because I figured the last one wasn't the first time he showed his nips. <laughs> it was the very first time we could see Mario's nipples. Yeah, because you get wait. the beach shorts and then you're just running around nip free. No, free I, the nip. I've definitely seen Mario's nipples so many times way before that. That's Absolutely you installed not. The mods. You can't. Well, I, you can't install nipples of Mario mods and call it canon. Actually, it might have been internet pictures. It might have been pictures on the internet. Now that I think. Yeah, about I it. think those are the ones you drew. Yeah, retracted. For the... Retracted. Okay, Overruled. retracted. Retracted. Regardless. Sustained. Regardless. Cowboy <laughs> is the de facto winner. Yeah. Oh, Mario it. trivia. You win one beautiful question block to open at home. Hope it doesn't blow anything up. What's in it? Open it at home. Open it at home. What's inside it? I'm going to shake Open it. Open it at home. Don't okay. shake it. Don't shake it. All right. That's not foreboding. Yay, I win. <laughs> Congratulations. Oh, that was sincere. Thank you. Okay, I was waiting for that. Nah. <laughs> and now it's time for Ask the Interns, where we take your ideas. Ask the Interns is brought to you by the Game Corp Game Portal Game Launcher. Hell yeah. <laughs> Hey, listen, you want the games? We got the games. We got so many fucking games, but don't take it from me, please. That's all I have left. Oh, God, please don't take it to me for me. Instead, take it from my friend Jimmy. Jimmy, say hi. Hi, you want the games? Well, you, you can get them from us, and then we'll give them to you. Back to you. Uh, hey, what are you doing? Are you just chilling out, scrolling through Steam? Fuck Steam. Steam hasn't been relevant since John Stevens constructed his first steam wagon in Hoboken, New Jersey in 1825. Got him. What's, th- what's that? Did you say epic? Fuck epic. <laughs> epic fell out of normal parlance over a decade ago when it was replaced by the everyday vernacular by legit. Oh my god, did you just say Origin? Fuck Origin! It's a terrible game launcher. Please buy games from us, like for real. We we want to take your money, from, and we want to take money from hardworking developers because we have a monopoly on game purchases. Please, oh god, my bones! Last episode, we asked you about deal breakers. Something that ruined a game or franchise for you. We got Redbeard Unleashed, who says, World of Warcraft being entirely online. I loved Warcraft 3, but lived in the middle of fucking nowhere, and the shit internet I had uh, just didn't get... I So I s- fucked up this one. <laughs> Uh, Redbeard Unleashed says, World of Warcraft being entirely online. I loved Warcraft 3, but lived in the middle of fucking nowhere with shit internet, so just didn't get to enjoy the game series I loved. Oh, yeah. Remember back in the day when we cared that games were online only and we had mm-hmm. not been beaten yeah. into submission on that fact? Hey, make it offline. No, fuck you. And we're just like Stockholmed up at this point. It was yeah. a long downhill battle. It was. We lost that war. We sure We were did. the Confederacy in that fucking civil yeah, struggle. Now, now they're making single player games online only. Which <laughs> is bizarre. It's bazinga. I don't even got the fight in me anymore, dude. <laughs> Just let it happen. Speaking of fighting, we got the Friday Night Funkin' Fanatic, a.k.a. Riku Nova, who says Riku Nova! three words, <laughs> in-app purchases, especially oh. if it's mandatory to progress. Oh, absolutely. Every mobile game fucking ever 
There's so many cool mobile games and mm -hmm. so many cool like ideas for mobile games that are just bogged down with in-app purchases and it, it destroys the game. It really does. Yep. Even like well-known game franchises will pop out a mobile game and you're like, okay, maybe they'll do it right. But no, it's just like every other game. They just sold the rights to some developer. Uh, it's probably like uh, who's the who's the ones who do everything? Popcap? Not since like the the fish in San Aquarium. Who does <laughs> yeah, wait? Who does Candy Crush? Isn't that Popcap? Is it? Who the fuck does Candy Crush? I don't know. That's not the question for this episode, though. <laughs> King. Um, They're called King. Yes, King. King. Which okay. Blizzard bought King, I think. Oh. It's Blizzard Activision King. And then they bought, got bought by Microsoft. So now it's Microsoft Blizzard Activision King. Jesus. Yes, King. What? Oh, yeah, my God. Man. And that was approved by the government, not a monopoly. Hell yeah. Remember, remember when Microsoft used to be a huge fucking monopoly? <laughs> <laughs> not so anymore. So glad that's over. Ooh. Yeah. Not here in the glad 2000s. We live in the good timeline. Yeah. <laughs> Next, we got Bronx Kuma, who says, My wife and I stopped playing a lot of the more recent JRPGs we've tried, such as Octopath Traveler 2 and Bravely Default 2, because they lacked serious substance and substituted that lack of substance with grinding. It's a damn mm. shame, too, because I was really hoping for Square Enix to give us another JRPG renaissance, but the games are literally press A to win. Dude, I get that. I freaking get that. When I was a kid, uh, RPGs were some of my favorite. The genre was, mm -hmm. I, I loved it. And there's so many RPGs that, like, you know, uh, they're so unique in the way that they play. But there's so many, and they do come from Square Enix a lot of the time, where yep. it's so dumbed down that, I don't know, man. Like, it's not even a game anymore. It's not even a game. You just you just walk to a place and press A. And that, the that's crazy, the crazy thing is, like, I don't know if Bronx Kuma would agree, but Octopath Traveler One was like a a harkening back to the heyday of RPGs for me. It was celebrated. like I was like, this yeah. is so good. Uh, and I've heard a lot of good things about Bravely Default One. Like that's the thing that they say you got to play this game. So to see the sequels come out and then not live up to that that's kind of sad well i mean perhaps it's the hooks of the gameplay because i know those games are loved for their artistic style and maybe for their actual like story content and stuff but the, you know there's something to be said about press a to win as rpgs oh, I, I thought the maybe. octopath traveler one combat was some of the most not only in-depth combat from a jrpg i've seen recently i would say um not of all time of course but of recently but it also felt somewhat difficult. Like you had to actually like, okay, when I compare it to something like Pokemon, where it's literally just pick all the attack moves and you'll win. Yep. Um, and you literally press A to win. Uh Octopath Traveler one, I actually had to think about it and like time stuff out. It's not as, as crazy as like a Slay of the Spire sort of combat system mm -hmm. where you have to really plan out like moves in uh, in in ahead, but kind of close to that, I would say. Okay. Actually, yeah, that came to mind as these kind of interlocking system kind of combat things. Yeah, because it's very much like stagger systems and trying to figure mm -hmm. out like what they're weak to. And then uh, like there's a lot of cool stuff with Octopath Traveler 1. I don't know if Bronx Kuma would agree. Like they might say Octopath Traveler 1 was terrible too, but I thought it was really good. And next we have Patnat, who says Modern Warfare 2's couch play progression system. My friends would grind levels against unmanned controllers to unlock the scopes and abilities, which put oh. my square self at a real disadvantage. I also got put back to square one anytime I played on someone else's Xbox. Oh. That's yeah, interesting. 
that I is. See, I could totally see that just being a big freaking bummer. Yeah, that's a whack era to live in. Honestly, we're yeah. so pampered today. I played a game recently that had manual saves, and even though it gave me every tool tip and tutorial that would tell me it had manual saves, I just assumed it had auto saves anyways. And I lost yep. all my fucking progress because oh I'm a God. fucking entitled gamer in 2023. You know, oh my God. We don't know how good we have it. My son had this moment recently, and it was such a proud dad moment. Well, not proud, but I laughed at him. Um, so he <laughs> was playing, I think he was playing like Pokemon Emerald, um, okay, yeah. and he was going through it, and he comes up to me, and he's like, Dad, is there any way to like recover my save? And I'm like, oh, what, no. what do you mean? And he goes, well, I saved it, but it didn't, it's not there anymore. And I was like, are you sure he you saved it? it. And he's like, yeah, I saved it. I, I clicked the button. I'm like, are you sure? How many times did you save it? And he's like, once. And I was like, yep, you rookie mistake. Rookie. <laughs> you fool. <laughs> you got to say, I'm like, sometimes, like, I would save it twice every time. Sometimes three times. Sometimes Absolutely. the third time, I would forget if I saved it that third time. And then I couldn't trust that I saved it the second or first time either. So then I would save it four times. Yep. <laughs> like, you uh, never know. Yeah, you I never I, trust that first save. Yeah, yep. I, I don't want to. I don't want a, a weak son growing up. So what I did one day is I, I looked at all his progress and I deleted his save. So he learned that life lesson early. When you lose that save and all that progress, hmm. it's gone. It's yeah, lesson. my brother taught me that when I was doing a full Super Mario World run, like the long way, not the quick way. Mm-hmm. And he deleted my save, like probably. Oh my God. Like I was close to Bowser's Castle, I would say. Yeah, got it. And do I had it. to start from the beginning. Because all these god dang liberals with their kids playing video games can't <laughs> teach them. With their save states. <laughs> with their save states and auto saves. I taught him the meaning of a hard day's work with him having to get all his progress. Hard done. saves work. A we hard had to, saves We work. had to save uphill both ways. <laughs> we had to find the ink ribbons. <laughs> oh, Resident Evil. And next we have Blunt Life Super Fan. Hey, yeah. I don't know what that was. <laughs> Tom. <laughs> Who says Link to the Past has the worst combat of the 2D entries, the overabundance of aggressive enemies mugging you across every corner of the overworld and dungeons takes all the joy out of exploring. I was always rushing through areas to avoid getting killed, and as a result, I would miss an obscure puzzle solution or something else important, because I was instead stressing over my fireproof shield getting hit at an angle that made it unfireproof, <laughs> or, or my 45-degree swing not being able to hit an enemy because they're just out of what the game considers range. God, uh, or got about five dungeons in and just got tired of restarting areas. Thank God 3D Zelda introduced targeting and depth perception to make combat fun dude i get that i get I that did you disagree. guys yeah did you guys play the older did you guys play the old ones no zero yeah. percent oh mm. i hated the 3ds and i loved the 2ds and link to the past Opposite was i think the best zelda has ever been you think link to the past is the best it's ever been ever i am shook. it is the I am shaking I mean, zelda I'm right now i am crying rn right now <laughs> for real, SMH. for real, for real, for real. I mean, I can kind of see it. It's more the pure form, you know. Like a lot of the unnecessary stuff is stripped down. The space, like Breath of the Wild, tons of useless space. That's all stripped away. It's a very tight design in the in the original one. I, okay. I, I, didn't, I didn't like Link to the Past. 
little caveat i have not played breath of the wild i I Mm. bought it i still haven't played it i'm planning on doing it on my cruise that i'm going on shortly which will be nice the new one comes out in a month as of recording when you hear this it's going to be even closer but as we're recording it it's like a (laughs) month away that's how time works so it'll be like two weeks away something like that when you listen to that something like that yeah just listen to this episode again two weeks after that, and it's here. Here it is. Wow. Here it is. I hope you guys Bye. are enjoying Bye. the new Bye. Zelda game. This is amazing. Wow. And hey, right. come listen to this part in two weeks, and how's the game been? Tell us about it. Go Good. ahead and answer. Just answer us right now. through this. Yeah. We can hear it. Yeah. Go ahead and come back in a year. What's your life been like? How, How are you? holding you? up, bud? How I are you? I know that was a hard Nancy. breakup, man. I'm sorry. <laughs> How are you, Nancy? Oh, my God. It's 10 years now. I'm hungry, man. Nancy. Wow. How are your kids? You have so many ailments. You're just aging rapidly. I'm sorry you lost your foot in the war. Now you're on drugs. The war happened in those 10 years. On on drugs. How's how's World War III? Yeah. Thanks for coming back 10 years. I mean, 10 years later. I did not expect Mars to side on the side of Canada. (laughs) (laughs) And now now take your time machine back to the present, uh, which is whatever day it is today. Welcome back. <laughs> Welcome back. And the present and the present is where we get to decide who wins the title of Intern of the two week period between episode releases. Oh yeah. And yeah. now we are going to deliberate. Oh yeah. And the winner is Pat Nat with his gripe on Modern Warfare 2's couch play progression system. Congratulations. Make sure you check out your prize on Twitter. Yeah, his was the truest to the question, which was, what is this small thing that just ruined the game? And his friends being able to cheat? Yeah, that's a small thing that'll just ruin the rest of the game, even if it's good. Mm-hmm. I think it was the fairest. And this episode, we're going to ask, what movie would make an absolute banger of a game? Tell me all about it. Tell us all about it. Tell everyone all about it on our Discord or our other social medias. And you can't say Schindler's List. <laughs> Schindler's List 3D. <laughs> we all know you were thinking it. Yeah, it's low-hanging fruit. You can't use it. Hey, podcasters, uh, are you busy? Uh, hey, Terry. Uh, well, we are kind of in the middle of a show right now, so... Oh, yeah, sorry. I know I probably do that too much, you know, interrupt your process. It's just, it's, I'm really struggling right now. Oh, oh, uh, yeah, it's okay, man. What's up? Come in. Hi, thanks. Um, I, I just, uh, oh, man, um, how do you boys do it? Huh? Um, do, do what? Y- your show, how do you... Push away all those voices of doubt who shout and scream in your head at every turn. What if nobody actually likes the stories you tell and they're just laughing at you behind your back? What if you're not really cut out for art? I I just, I don't know if I can keep up this charade any longer. Oh, um. Uh, I mean, listen, Terry, if this movie is just too much for you right now, I mean, maybe you just need to tell the boss and... Take a break, you know, for your own mental health. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Oh, okay. Uh, Interesting take. 
Maybe let's just go a different direction. What if instead you said something like, oh, I don't know, like, no, Terry, the fire of creativity burns within your very soul. We're the real fakes and the phonies. Your art is the only art that is real and pure and true. You can't give up on this movie. You've got to finish it for all of mankind. Yeah, I don't know, something like that. Uh, what? Okay, here we go. And in three, two, your show. How do you push away all those voices of doubt who shout and scream in your head? God damn it, Terry. Is this all part of the movie? Yeah. Everything is part of the movie. And the movie is part of everything. Our very existences are the movie. I want Game Corp to tell its truth. Well, except for the part about me not being a true artist. Of course, that was absolute rubbish. What the fuck, Terry? You're filming us right now. Yes. Hey, Luke, did you get that first take? Oh, uh, no, I didn't know I was supposed to, you know, oh, film this. Oh, god damn it! I... Oh. <sighs> okay, from the top, here we go. No! no. Oh, fine. At least let me run some of these scripts by you guys. I actually do want some help. Will you leave if we do? Probably. Good enough. All right, go ahead. Ah, good enough. All right. Okay, so here's this first scene I'm working on. Okay, to set the scene, the boss and Lady D are mid-coitus. Now we're doing that angle, you know, where all you can really see is the man-ass and the Uh, the balls. No, yeah, no, we know that one. Uh, What? What was option two again? You said you had more than one? All right, fine. How about this? Okay, so we enter on a backyard infinity pool overlooking the Hollywood Hills. Okay. Jake is on an inflatable giraffe in the middle of the pool. Cowboy is sitting on the steps, water up to his nips. That's why I love it. And JB is doing push-ups over near the pool. Nice bod, says Jake, and the three begin mm. an intense homoerotic stare down. Uh, no, no, we, uh, let's not do that. There's enough of that online, Terry. Well, so would it would it help you if it then turned into a homoerotic erotica? That's not the problem. No, that yeah. Uh, all right, fine, you prudes. Direction. All right, how about this one? We open on Waddle Dee and the Professor sitting at a rundown dive bar. Pool balls clatter somewhere off screen. Silence fills the scene with melancholy and despair. Waddle Dee sets down his drink and says, All right, I'm out of here. Back to the meat grinder tomorrow. The professor retorts coldly, Whatever. I'll see you there if I don't drink myself into an early grave. Waddle Dee laughs and he says, Or maybe into my bed. A saxophone uh, stops playing off screen as the pair lock eyes. Okay. And then lips. <laughs> okay. <laughs> do, do, do any of these not end like that? Do they all? No. Okay. I mean, every every good movie, every film needs the, you know, unnecessary romantic tension that leads into something nobody really wants. Terry, it's like a staple. Terry, do all your scenes end like this? I gotta go, guys. See you later. Okay. Thanks for your help. Bye, Bye. Terry. Bye. Why do I I always feel like I need a shower after he comes in? uh, Yeah. I don't even know what rating this movie is going to get. 
I don't know if they're going to show, show it in normal theaters. Yeah, it's probably one of those Sundance Film Festival, you know, sort of things. Knowing Terry. Uh, <laughs> not the theaters I was talking about, but yeah, maybe. Oh! <laughs> well, uh, while I get online and try to head off a lot of the fan art that you interns are going to be drawing of the three of us in uh, an Infinity Pool, let's go ahead and take a break for a word from our sponsor. But when we return, get ready for some Mario v. Mario action. And not in the way you can make fan art of, just a normal battle. Right. Please don't. Hello, I'm Don Margarine. For over 50 years, the Don Margarine family has provided customers with our beautiful 100% authentic butter products. Today, we're excited to announce the partnership with the new Super Mario Brothers movie. Everyone knows that butter is the main ingredient to everyone's favorite movie theater snackums, and we're excited to announce three new products to make your movie night special. To celebrate over 30 years of Mario, we've created a new limited edition Don Margarine Mario Mustache Popcorn Butter Bomb. This beautiful one pound stick of authentic 100% butter has been meticulously carved to the likeliness of Mario's trademark mustache. Just dump the whole butter bomb into your favorite popcorn and watch as every kernel is infused with Don Margarine goodness. We've even blended strands of what I've been informed is edible hair to provide a genuine mustache experience. Up next, we have the all-new Bowser Bite Side Butter Blaster. These little bite-sized gems are similar to our regular line of Butter Blaster snacks, except each one has a little bit of turtle meat on the inside. They also come with a little dip-a-bubble cup of ghost pepper salsa to recreate what it feels like to breathe fire. I can't wait to experience the Bowser burn inside and out. Finally, for our die-hard butter fans, we've created the all-new Freezy Peachy Pop Butter Sickle. These butter sickles are shaped like Princess Peach, are filled with mushrooms, and just get all over the place. Enjoy our new movie theater butter treats at a cinema near you. Now, back to the show. Today is killing me. Rewrite after rewrite. I mean, how many times can a guy say, I'll have my revenge with a nice rosé in a porterhouse? Uh, here, hold my tie. Uh, uh, okay. Uh, do you want me to hang it up or... Sh uh, I mean, seriously. It's like I'm working with a bunch of amateurs out there. It's not that hard to read a line and make it sound convincing. I want to roll up my sleeves. Where's your cuffling tray? Our what? Uh, whatever. Someone grab me a drink. Bourbon. Boss, we don't keep alcohol in here. We're at work. Well, what do you have? Um, oh, we got a drawer full of G Fuel. Do you want some of that? Uh, let's see here. I got Sonic flavor and Naruto. Ew. Seriously? Yeah, give me Naruto. Good choice. Coming right up. Okay. Uh, I got you all queued up for the battle intro, boss, so... Whenever you're ready. Good. Now hit the lights and let daddy work. Ew. 
In the first stage, the critics attacked the newcomer, review bombing it before the movie even came out in an attempt to stamp out the rising storm of nostalgia. In the second age, reviewers struck back against the horde of angry critics, showering the new movie with positive reviews and social media posts. In the third age, out of desperation, the critics turned to a new tactic. They manned their keyboards and wrote articles about how the old movie was totally better and people should feel bad about liking the new movie. Today, we strike the killing blow and decide once and for all which Mario movie is better in today's head-to-head Showdown! Super Mario Bros. 1993 versus the Super Mario Bros. Movie 2023! In this corner, from the masters of Minions Illumination Entertainment, it's the movie that put the red hat on Chris Pratt, the slow-motion Mamma Mia masterpiece, and the Sultan of the Side Scroll. It's the 2023 Super Mario Brothers Movie! And in this corner, from some 80s Hollywood sleazebag, it's the movie that ruined your childhood. The legend of Liguizamo, the Mad Max of the Mushroom Kingdom. It is the 1993 Super Mario Brothers. The Office Code of Combat has been officially enacted, and these two movies have no choice but to battle to the death to determine once and for all which one deserves to be the motherfucking Mario movie. The fate of these two worlds are at stake, and two brave heroes have entered the ring to fight on their behalf. Jake will be arguing in favor of the old classic from 93, and JB will be arguing for the modern 2023. The match consists of three five-minute rounds, appropriately themed around the setting, the characters, and the plot. The rules are simple. Keep your arguments focused on topic, or your opponent can call you out, and that is totes embarrassing. If it's a clean sweep, then you take the win outright, but if there's a two-to-one lead, the runner-up gets one minute to state their case before me, the judge, casts the final decision. Let's go ahead and get into this battle. We're going to start with the coin flip. Jake, I need you to pick heads... Or tails, heads. Mario or Yoshi? Heads, yeah, Mario. Heads. Wait, 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 wait. Yeah, I think Mario would be heads. Yeah, Mario's heads. Here it goes up in the air. It's flipping. It's flipping. It's landed. I lost it. Wow. Okay, heads. We'll just go with heads then. Absolutely. I not afflict it so hard. So let's go ahead and get into round one. The setting. That's talking about the grim and grisly Dino Hatton versus the colorful and cartoony Mushroom Kingdom. This round is all about which had the more interesting, the more engaging setting for a Mario movie. Jake, you won the coin toss. You are going to start with your one-minute opener. Beginning now. The new Super Mario Brothers movie may try to wow you with colorful, lore-accurate recreations of the Mushroom Kingdom, but that not that a little old hat? I mean, we've been playing the same game for well over 30 years now. I think I can speak for everyone when I say it's time for the world of Mario to get a makeover. Allow me to introduce you to the cyberpunk, dystopian, and vaguely Mario-themed city of Dino Hatton. This fungus-covered cesspool of sex, violence, and dinosaurs is sure to please audiences of all ages. Want to hit a club and dance the night away while drinking snake-filled vodka shots? Well, the Boom Boom Club is for you. Want to spend the night in jail? Say literally anything about President Koopa in public, and you bought yourself a one-way ticket. Want to get away for the weekend? Well, a trek through the planet-wide Koopahari Desert is in store for you. Why take your hundredth trip down the green pipe when you can spend the night of your life in Dinohattan? And that is time with plenty to spare. JB, I'm looking at you. It's time for your opening statement on the setting. And begin. 
Listen, the old movie, the world is not in any way similar to the world of Mario. It's not bright. It's not fun. It's not flashy. It's dark and grimy and slimy and gross. And that is not a positive. They took a beloved family franchise and they tried to do a gritty reboot. It's like a cheap ripoff of The Dark Knight, even though it came out a couple decades before. Anyway, the movie was marketed towards families and children, but the setting was for... Well, nobody, honestly, but the new one. Let me tell you, this is the video game movie gamers have been waiting for. The only way to have this setting any better is to literally just show show somebody playing Mario for an hour and a half, which is kind of ridiculous, but it's almost what they did because it's the video game. I can't think of a single video game movie that has truly captured the essence of the game world as well as this one. The art, check. Cinematography, amazing. The music, oh my god. Like, come on, those 2D platforming scenes where you're basically seeing the game being played within this new world? Chef's kiss, man. Beautiful game. Holy cow, and you came in under the time. That is maybe a first for never happened. That is never (laughs) not once. That has never happened. Not once. Very strong opening statements from both of you about the setting. Let's go ahead and get to the street fight, the argument section about the setting, and battle. Dino Hatton. Really? Is that how you're gonna open? Yes, really. I'm really? telling you. I'm telling you. Even when this, even when the 1993 movie came out, they had eight years to play in the Mushroom Kingdom over multiple games. Mario three came out in '88. Mm-hmm. Audiences. They had it, but did they use it? Because um, in my boop 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 research, I found out that the uh, a couple actors played a uh, one hour of the game before they did it, and like the writers never really played it. Um, Bob Hoskins famously said that he didn't even know Mario was a character in a video game until his kid told him later. That sounds a little bit like the plot, son. It sounds. Sounds like a little bit more like scripting and plotting, not the setting. Not the setting. Allow me to wow you with, we're going to flip the switch here. Again, three games. People are bored of the Mushroom Kingdom. Who cares about green pipes and Goombas? This movie took its audience on a trip of a lifetime to this crazy, this crazy other dimensional world that nobody's ever seen before. It was fresh. It was new. It had things from the games all over the place in letters that you might have read sometimes but who cares by this point mario's kind of old hat it's already it's eight years old let's do something new with it let's take these people and place them in the coolest city 1993 ever experienced dino Mm -hmm. hatton is the city that everyone would want to explore at the time the 90s were all about wild, wacky, wet, and wild, weird things with all of their IPs, man. It was crazy. Why would you want to go down a green pipe in World 1-1 when you could go to Bullet Bills and buy a flame gun? That's really neat. Why don't yeah. uh, Why don't you go to the Boom Boom Club and dance with Big Bertha Dance the Night Away? That's super cool. And how about this? This is all I need to say, I think, for the rest of the whole argument. The Twin towers that's right i'm getting patriotic here the twin towers in all of their glory (laughs) in all of their glory and you know who sat at the top of our most patriotic goddamn building the president himself king Hmm. koopa yeah and then wasn't the the other tower like kind of a little destroyed that's besides the point Hmm. you're being (laughs) unpatriotic (laughs) if you i'm just saying if you vote for the old movie you're voting for 9-11 i just i just gotta say that right now (laughs) Excuse me. Um, uh, objection. So, objection. You're not being a hey, patriot. This, you you brought it up. I had to I had to keep it going. But listen, the reason why you would choose the green pipes and all that stuff is because that's the setting of Mario. And you want to come and say, oh, they had nods to the games everywhere. 
Yeah, have you really looked at those nods? There's a sign in the background that says, background that says like Koopa, uh, Koopa Video Theater, and then it says Koopa Triple X, and it's like that. It sure did. That's the nod to the video game that you're you're all riled up about. Like that's not a good nod. That's just like there's somebody's like, oh shit, set dressings. Let's make it Mario themed. They Google before Google was a thing Mario, and they find some random thing. They just have like random it's okay so these are as much nods to the game as game of thrones has nods to starbucks these are not like well-crafted intentional <laughs> things could. this is somebody left a cup out on a sign do you see you see what i'm saying here what? we got the I, new one the new hmm. hotness it is the game the setting is the game when you make a movie about mario the setting needs to be a mario setting this makes no sense I think that porn theater has proven that people have been horny for Mario characters for a long time before no. Bowsette. Sustained. Sustained. No. <laughs> Thank you very much. You can rest that no, sir. This brought sex, drugs, alcohol, and guns to the Mario world. The Mario universe has so, so sorely been lacking all of that stuff. And I'm telling you, I'm telling you. This crazy fucking movie brought everything out in space. Do you remember in the Mario movie uh, when there was a crazy police chase with weird cyberpunk uh, 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 police vehicles and there was a crazy like chase through the city and all that stuff? Yeah, Mario yeah, doesn't it... do that in any of the games and that fucking sucks. But this movie did it and audiences could enjoy it. Remember when they got the... Um... Well, let's let's focus on the police chase thing again because that was really cool. And then yeah, that was, was a really good plot point yeah, that you're bringing really up right now. Cool. It's not the, a plot, the plot point. It's not point a plot that you just point. brought up. It's not a plot point. It's the setting. It's the setting mm. that they got. The to setting do that. of the plot. The setting of the thing they found themselves in. <laughs> That's not a plot <laughs> point. That's not a plot point. Overruled. A... It was seeing things of a setting. <laughs> ah, ah, I see. Okay. Yeah, it was seeing things. I remember when they shooted down a tube and it was all icy. Yeah, there's no icy tubes in the games. It brought something new to the table. Okay, okay. It brought We're so at, many at things. Time. I, We're calling I, time. That's the five minutes. Sorry, I got to cut you that off was, there, That JD. felt very short. That was five it, minutes solid. It was very long for me as I sat in silence. <laughs> oh, the sound I think I said all silence. the coolest things of this argument. You said all the things of this argument. <laughs> no, I didn't. I sat silent for a while. I mean, I will measure these waveforms when I'm editing, <laughs> editor and I will J tell you. Editor JB will come back with the duration counts. I will, uh, I'll bring the receipts. Me, <laughs> me, cowboy, I am the judge. I'm going to measure this on the arguments made here about the setting. And again, to reiterate, the setting is just all the stuff in it. The plot's one thing about what happens, but what does it look like? What does it sound like? What does it feel like? Now, Jake makes a good point. We all know Mario so well. We might even be bored of Mario. Every Mario has the same setting over and over. It's Objection. Green, you can't object to the judge. I, it's oh, not, I'm not bored of Mario. I'm a, I'm a, this is the general we. Uh, we are all somewhat bored of Mario. We we know all the things. You've been rocking those like green cliffs, green grass, and then brown cliffs since Super Mario 3, Okay. So he's right, and more interesting and engaging setting from the beginning, uh, you know, since we've all gotten bored of Mario, could be possible. And there's a lot of weird stuff in here, and we're weird people. We like weird settings. But JB is also right in that Mario is iconic. We live for that iconography. Nintendo was based off of selling you the same images over and over because you love it and you're so filled with nostalgia and just give me the same Mario mushroom drug over and over. Just hook Mario into my veins over and over. 
and I got to be honest, Mario movie 2023 nailed setting. It that's one of the things that nails the most. It has the Mario things in spades. It has every reference, every look, every piece of Mario is present from 93 all the way to present. JB takes setting. He is just right. Mario the new one kills setting. I take back my objection. You're yeah, very, yes, you're a very smart judge. <laughs> no, I absolutely disagree with all that, but whatever. <laughs> all right. Well, you can continue to disagree with each other coming up here on round two. This round is characters. We're talking Bob Hoskins versus Chris Pratt. Uh, this is really about the portrayal of that classic cast of characters that we know and love, whether faithful or reimagined. We're going to find out which did it better. So, since Jake took the last round as first opener, JB, you are going to have one minute on the clock and begin. Listen, okay, I'm going to talk about the characters in a second if I have time, but I really want to hit on the actors in this old movie. So, did you know Dustin Hoffman and Tom Hanks were both willing to play Mario, but they were turned down? On the back of that, Danny DeVito was also slated, but he dropped after he read the script. He did not believe in it. And you know what the uh, the producers and directors said to Tom Hanks? They said no, because he didn't have enough star power. They then cast Bob Hoskins of Who Framed Roger Rabbit fame. And, and Bob Hoskins didn't know, I mentioned this earlier, didn't know that Super Mario Brothers was based off a video game. The mishandling was insane, not only from the casting of the characters, but every step along the way. Further, it seems like the vast majority of characters were written to be somebody else and they just slapped on the name of somebody from Mario later on. It's very similar to the set dressings of uh, the last argument. But in the new one, the characters actually resemble the characters from the game. And not just in time. Shit. You wow, that was a whole, that was a whole minute of that. not saying anything you needed to say about your movie. <laughs> As a whole minute of mudslinging, you should get into Shit. politics. <laughs> Shit. Fuck. <laughs> God damn it. It's so much to say. <laughs> Jake, your one minute begins now. The cast of Mario is beloved and known by all and boring. It's like we've been fed the same story a hundred times over and it's time for a change. Why have Princess Peach when we can have the archaeologist Daisy? Why have a mushroom boy named Toad when we can have a hippie turned harmonica playing small head big body dino abomination? Why have the same old dragon turtle Bowser when we could have President Koopa, the very human looking descendant of, of a tri- uh, the very human, god damn it, descendant of a tyrannosaurus turned mob boss? And what about Lena? Who wasn't even in the games at all? And not to mention our heroes. Mario, the middle-aged Brooklyn plumber turned... Broken board plumber. Whatever. He gets things done. And Luigi, the 20-something impossibly menti handicapped younger brother. <laughs> These depictions ooze more character than a king turning funnest monster. And that's also in the movie, too. The same can't be said for the samey, same, same, same characters of the new movie. Nice, but time to spare. All right, both very good arguments. They're going to set up some great street fights in this next round the argument phase let's go ahead and put that five minutes on the clock kill each other go not just in looks but also in wow behavior. you're doing it again we, we see <laughs> luigi go from a scared psychic to a brave hero just like his journey in the original games is to luigi's legal? mansion i don't know is this legal <laughs> let me think about it okay everything's legal in mario land cool okay well then now it's my turn to say a bunch of things all right Let's face it. Um, the, <laughs> the, the, things, casting, the casting, the casting, the casting for Chris Pratt. The casting for Chris Pratt. You know, at the end of the day, everyone said, 
meh, but can't I tell you, why would you shit on somebody like Bob fucking Hoskins? Why, why would you shit on him? He did play in Who Framed Roger Rabbit, one of the coolest movies of the 80s. Mm -hmm. And I think he was the perfect depiction of Mario. But we don't have to talk about who played who. Uh, We're talking about- Danny DeVito, excuse me. Danny DeVito would have been an amazing Mario. Danny DeVito's not in this. Danny DeVito wouldn't be a great Mario. He could have been if it was a good script. He would have been a great Bowser or a Toad. He wouldn't have been a great Mario. Danny DeVito is a great But anyway, we're not talking about scripting. We're not talking about scripting, are we? We're talking about the depiction of the characters in these movies. In these scripts, In these movies. (laughs) (sighs) All the depictions in your movie was same hat and old. It was the same story over and over and over. It was the same characters. There was nothing new about any of them. They're like, hey, here's the characters from all these games, and they did character things. Who? fuck cares in my movie in the superior movie they evolved bowser literally is right. bowser is one note and boring king koopa is a mob boss politician who gets things done he has a mob of monster dinosaurs he has weaponry to turn people into monkeys and he's not even after love no mm-hmm. he's not a molester rapist man like bowser in your movie oh uh... he's a guy who gets things done and doesn't care about the princess also who cares about peach in 1993 a helpless lady who can't get things done how about the archaeologist daisy a woman with agency who gets things done who is some could argue the most important character of this whole dang movie and how about yoshi what did yoshi do in your movie i know what he did in my movie he was a goddamn dinosaur who bit people and got stabbed and it was really exciting uh one thing that i think uh, a lot of people listeners might be missing out on you're, you're mentioning you know the bowser character and i just want to remind everyone in this movie he's just a dude it's just a guy with like weird cornrows. He turns and into he's a like, Tyrannosaurus. Yo, I'm I'm Bowser. Like I'm King Koopa. What's up? Like it's just a white dude. He's not a giant turtle. Bowser's a giant turtle. Like you can evolve as much as you want. You can say, oh well, we evolved from whatever. Uh, no, like Bowser's a giant turtle who breathes fire. Like you can't. You're saying that the Mario characters in the new movie are samey, but it's because that's who they are. Like that's them. You can't just change it and then say it's a Mario movie. You're creating a different story with different characters and then just slapping on like on their desk that says, hi, my name's Mario. And it's like, no, it's not. You're not Mario. You're just some dude. Why would you want to just be Mario when you could be more? When you can be these characters, some guy named Mark and then just pretend (laughs) you're Mario. (laughs) They weren't pretending. They were not pretending. King Koopa was a descendant of the Tyrannosaurus. Daisy, who's not Princess Peach, but another princess, was the, I guess, the daughter of King Bowser, according to the script, which didn't make much sense. That part doesn't make much sense. That doesn't matter. Let's talk about ancillary characters like Big Bertha. Was Big Bertha in your movie? No, Big Bertha was in mine. And she was a no-nonsense woman in a wet dress and punched Mario. And that was that was a cool thing that she did. Iggy and Spike, weird little Koopalings. Nah, man, they were thugs and they got real smart in the movie. That was a really cool thing that happened. How about Lena? Lena was one of the coolest things about this hmm. movie. You want to know why? Because she doesn't exist in the Mario she- she doesn't exist played, in Mario. Yeah. She played one of the main antagonists. This yeah. added Bowser's to girlfriend. the Mario. This added to the Mario mythos. They took characters that didn't even matter. In this one, Mario doesn't care didn't about even Peach exist, at all. Right. This is super cool. He already had a girlfriend named Daniela, and she was pretty cool. Sure. All I'm sure. saying is, all I'm saying is, and in this one also, eh, Luigi gets the girl, not what princess, about? not Toad, but you know, or not, not, not the, not the Peach, but Daisy. 
I mean, yeah, sure, yeah. sure. And maybe Luigi, I, maybe Luigi um, was real stupid so, in this movie. Maybe Luigi the, was real, just really debilitatingly yeah. stupid in this movie. Yeah. But you want to know what? He had heart. He had heart. And, Do you know what Charlie Day did as Luigi? Yeah. Nothing. He got so, captured and got scared and, and stuff. My yeah, Luigi's a hero. Yeah. Uh, Luma Lee, I, that's in my movie and it's better. Like, Luma Lee is cute. And, and also, like, the... The death and destruction. It's funny. Is it? You you have that? Do you have that in your sh- I didn't yeah, think Yeah, so. I had plenty of really funny things. Toad in mine was a hippie dude who got turned into a monster. <laughs> no, and he had that is time. Cool. Nope. <laughs> that is time. I, I know it's time, but you cannot use Toad as an example of a good character in that movie. It was I'm incredible. Sorry. Over, overruled. He brought <laughs> I mean, Daisy steamed vegetables. It became a weird... Turtle face. He was more of a turtle than Bowser. What happened? Toad was the guy with the harmonica. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I he made them all dance. I didn't yes. catch that. Yeah, they just <laughs> randomly go, "Hey, what's up? I'm Toad." It's just a dude. They sure did. Just a hippie. It's all right, just some dude. <laughs> My Toad could kill yours. Well, there was a yeah, lot true. of there was a lot of. Points brought up <laughs> the merit sure of those. I talked about my characters. Thank you very much. I talked about the characters in the movie. You did. You talked. You talked a lot. You talked a lot about. <laughs> <laughs> you took a lot of the oxygen of that round. I'm just going to say that right now. Well, I don't think JB had anything to say. That's why oh. I didn't need to say anything. Oh, <laughs> it's getting aggressive. So that round. <laughs> That round was very interesting. Jake has some good points. There are some more than cookie cutter characters. Sure, they're kind of weird. Some people like weird, but they are no they're new. They're unique. They're fresh. And maybe that's what we need. We need new and unique. Bob Hoskins, I fucking love. I did not know that's the guy from Who Framed Roger Rabbit. Hell yeah, man. I Shit, I added a point to dude. your side. Fuck. I love that dude. Chris Pratt, I know who he is. Don't know if I like him as much, you know. Um, but conversely, uh, you know, as if we're talking about cast, uh, the new the new movie has, I think, a good cast. I like Seth Rogen. It's not I, all I like about the cast. It's not, it, but it's got Keegan Michael Key. It's it's got Jack Chris Black. Yeah, Jack Black. Jack Black is in that. I mean, JB didn't mention that one time. Take that. I didn't need that from the record. He just said it though. <laughs> You didn't give him time to say it. <laughs> he wasn't gonna. <laughs> he wasn't. I could tell. Okay, I'm, I'm banning. You, you the... resorted to how about that? How about, how about that? that? I'm Your banning the filibuster how right now. <laughs> filibuster. Well, I thought we were out of time, so I was yeah, just trying true. to add in a last little quip. But all right, I want to mention a one other character that brings in a strong, powerful point here, which mm-hmm. is what's his name, Maluma. <laughs> Luma Lee? Luma Lee is a very strong contender for adding to the characters. That, that little uh, existential depressed star <laughs> is my spirit animal. Yay, I love from, it's a Luma from Galaxy, and that is already an established character. My movie brought new characters never more before seen, you know, but, you know, whatever. <laughs> it did. It well, brought never, random humans. <laughs> never before seen. Dinosaur also, people, thank you. Uh, oh, and true, Mario's true. girlfriend. M- Maybe they shouldn't have been seen. Okay, I'm going to say this right now. (laughs) (laughs) Jamie's got a point. They're just fucking dudes. They're just dudes. (laughs) You know, and and it's it's hard to really, like, equate them. Sure, they get turned into dinosaurs, and... uh, But they are just dudes. Do you know who's also just dudes? People on Broadway. (laughs) 
<laughs> okay. But at least they dress up like cats and stuff. Like, they didn't even dress up like a turtle. Yes, they I... did. Uh. All right. Uh, I am going to... This is a little closer than setting. This this did well, but I got to give it the characters to the Super Mario movie 2023. I just got to do it. Got to do it. It's it's they 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 got the characters. They did them all well. I liked them all well designed and JB made a lot of good points about it, you know. Uh, again, did he? Your movie. I don't re- I don't remember anything he even said. Did he say anything? <laughs> <laughs> he he hated on your movie and it reminded me that Leguizamo is in it. <laughs> I thought this was about the arguments of the of us. I thought I thought it was all based on the arguments. It's and not based the on opinion of the judge. The, the arguments give me opinion, and I am an impartial judge. I take the words <laughs> and I process what them. Means. That's what that means. All right, JB <laughs> takes round two. Hell yeah! Hell, this is rigged. Yeah, this is not rigged. All right, we I'm were not paid like off by Nintendo. <laughs> All right, let's see what happens here in round three. Now, this could be anyone's round, maybe. Round three, the plot. Uh, the plot is about, you know, saving the multiverse from merging in one movie versus the other movie, saving the multiverse from merging. It's... All right, this section is going to be all about the hijinks that our mustachioed main man finds himself in, uh, whether that be de-evolution devices or non-consensual nuptials. But either way, we are going to determine which movie had the better plot. Starting first, I believe it's Jake this time. And your one-minute opener begins now. Open the door, get on the floor, and everyone walk the dinosaur. (laughs) Dinosaur. Since Uh the dawn of cinema, there's Uh one thing that every moviegoer loves without fail, and that's when writers take their favorite IPs and create a truly unique story that subverts all their expectations. The 1993 hit Super Mario Bros. movie does this in spades. In this movie, there's no magical mushroom kingdom. No. We find out that the asteroid that hit Earth 65 million years ago struck right in downtown Brooklyn, and this magic meteor tore apart the fabric of reality, splitting the Earth into two parallel dimensions, one ran by mammals and one by dinosaurs. It's up to Mario, Luigi, and Princess Daisy to save the day before President Koopa bridges the gap between dimensions and evolves humanity into monkeys. And if that doesn't sound like anything you've ever heard before, you're right. Every single aspect of this Mario mythos has been twisted into a new fan-favorite retelling that tells that puts the paper-thin Mario 2023 movie to shame. Everyone knows the princess is in another castle, but no one expects the de-evolution gun. Holy crap, that is one minute to the millisecond. Amazing. JB, the plot, one minute on the clock. Can I have two minutes? No. No and go. Uh, for the old movie, the plot is not a Mario plot. It's it's just not. It's convoluted, it's confusing, and it reeks of too many hands in the pot. Oh, you need to get a chunk from an asteroid or something. Well, what's that? Oh, wait, I know. 65 million years ago, a meteor hit the Earth and a chunk broke off. A single chunk broke off a meteor. And then they now do use nearly that chunk to merge universes together. And I know this because they said it like eight times in the movie. Their plot is so confusing that they had to keep repeating it every chance they could. And the whole multiverse aspect makes no sense and somehow feels like a cheap ripoff of Marvel, even though it came out like a few decades earlier. But this new movie, I don't want to give anything away because it's new. So I'll try not to have spoilers. But Bowser wants to kidnap Peach. And if he can't get her... <laughs> He's going to take over the Mushroom Kingdom. Mario wants to save Luigi, but to do it, he needs to help Peach and protect Mushroom Kingdom and defeat Bowser. Mario and Luigi both want to make their family proud. It's a classic hero's journey. It's tried and tested on the big screen and in the game cartridge. Not only that, but the plot feels like it could be the plot of a Mario game, which is very important. 
It's a faithful adaptation of Time. a beloved franchise. <laughs> you you just can't do the minute, can you? Nope. I interrupted him. He got it. No, got that's it. fine. That's fair. He probably counted like a minute and 20 seconds and gave me a little extra. <laughs> I actually gave you a little extra because yeah, of that. That's yeah. not wrong. I felt the extra. I was waiting to get cut off and then I just wasn't. <laughs> All right. So I that, appreciate it. Both, both good opening statements. Honestly, some of those had some points that I didn't even uh, preconceive, you know, with my preconceived notions. Well, I'm so impartial. Uh, so gonna, impartial. <laughs> so impartial. We're going to put five minutes on the board. You guys are going to kick the fucking shit out of each other's brains with your voice boxes. Go ahead and fight. Begin now. Listen, I have no love of movie critics. I think they're some of the scum of the earth, but. I think Roger Ebert said it best. He said, you look at this movie and you see millions of dollars were spent on special effects, custom cars, and this other world they created, but it doesn't add up to anything. It's just a lot of people running around all talking at once and a plot nobody cares about. It's a complete waste of time and money. Boom, roasted. You know what? That's so funny because the ghost of Roger Ebert also said this. The new Mario 2023 movie has no plot. There's no plot. Uh, two plumbers find themselves in a spooky place, and then things, set pieces from the game, happens. What happened in this movie? Luigi gets caught. Mario meets Peach. Bowser wants to marry the princess, and that's it. That's it. And then they then they beat Bowser. That's all that happens in this version of the Mario movie. That's <laughs> it. You spoiled the whole Mario movie in your one-minute opener. Uh, movie no. done. Do you want to know why my movie's plot is better? Because your movie copied it. That's right. Down and out plumbers working in Brooklyn. My movie gets sent to a parallel world through a magic -y thing. My movie. Bowser ends up in the other dimension to wreak some havoc. My movie. Mario and Luigi end up being able to go back and forth and have adventures afterwards. My movie. Another plumber messes things up in the beginning. My movie. They took everything from my movie and wrote a very paper-thin plot where nothing of substance happens aside from, hey, remember this movie? Remember this game? Yeah, that's the thing. Remember Mario Kart? Remember Mario Kart? Yeah. Huh? Remember Mario Kart? That's like 25% of the movie. Remember Mario Kart? That's it. That's all that happens in your movie. My plot is book wild. King Koopa the politician wants to break over into the other dimension, steal our resources, and devolve humanity into monkeys. That's fucking crazy. Oh my God. You're right. That is a good plot. <laughs> it is a plot. It is oh, a it is plot. A... Yeah. And you just said that uh, my movie takes the exact same plot. And you know what I'm going to say is, yes, it does. I, it has the same plot, but does it better? Because even though they did the same thing as the old movie by setting up the Mario Brothers as like the New York plumbing duo that get transported into the Mushroom Kingdom or in yours, the Mush Ick Gross Kingdom. Uh, this time wow. they do it with pipes. Instead of like a meteor, which I, I don't know if anybody's looking, but like a plot of a Mario game involving pipes and a plot of a Mario game involving meteors. Uh, one sounds a little bit more important than the other. Anyway, but it makes a lot more sense and doesn't require all the exposition. How many times do I need to hear about how people evolved or if it was like, is this the monkey universe or is this the dinosaur universe? Is there a fish universe? I don't know because there's that lady who evolved from a fish. She She's the red one. What was her name? Like Gertha, Bertha, whatever. She she's a fish lady. 
dare you? How <laughs> dare you, JB? You know right well that your movie is a hack and stole everything hmm. from my movie. The pacing in your movie isn't even good either. What? At one point, it's Mario meets Peach. Mario Peach does a little like flippy do on Mario, and then Mario's like, I gotta save, I gotta save Luigi. There seems to be some weird hard cut where they ripped out something, and then it just cuts to Peach already talking to him, going, Well then let's get you trained, buddy. There was nothing in between that. There was it, there stuff was in nothing. between there. It's called there plot. No, there was a whole conversation where there he's wasn't. like, "I gotta there... save my brother," and she's like, "What are you talking about, your brother?" There wasn't. And There's like, several. Yeah, places. he fell into the Darkland, and she's like, "Oh my god, that's Bowser's kingdom," and he's like, "Well, I'm gonna go with you," and she's like, "No, you're not going with me." And he's like, "Yes, I will," and she's like, "Okay, prove to me that you can go with me by solving this, you know, by doing this obstacle course because you got to be a ninja to go." That's what happened there. The thing that you said that's nothing happened, happened was that. That's part. what happened, but it isn't what the characters really did. There's hard cut points all <laughs> over this movie. There's hard about? cuts all over this movie where you can tell they were strapped for time and they just cut some script out. It happens multiple times in this movie and things just happen. In my movie, at least in the plot, they respect the viewer enough to actually make it believable that the next transition is happening. They talk about what's going to happen. They talk oh. about the ramifications of what's going to happen. Your your movie says, uh, "My see. brother's my brother my brother's health." Well, let's get you trained. Oh, we gotta go. We gotta go talk to Donkey Kong. Oh, you want my army? Better wrestle Donkey Kong. Why? Well, he's here now. And now we're getting beat. Okay, it's Mario Kart time. That's what your movie does the entire time. Time oh, indeed. Time is... indeed. Oh, that God. Is the five I had minutes. a retort. <laughs> There's never enough time oh. in these. <laughs> All right. The plot, the 93 clusterfuck of crazy ideas versus the paper thin plot of the new Mario movie. It's not paper thin. <laughs> Let me do my It's thing. an actual plot. It's Hero's Journey. It's the same plot as the Hercules and everything. Everything has this we plot. Know. It's the same plot. We know. Paper Everything's thin. Hero's Journey, JP, okay? Not everything, everything is, but this Most one things. is. 90%. <laughs> Most, yeah. Okay, that's fair. Okay. Jake makes a good point. There's some, there's uh, actual plot in this movie. It, it came up with a plot because it's not a video game. And video games do have paper-thin plots. I mean, the entire first Mario was like, save the princess. That's not a plot. That's just a goal. Uh, this one invented. Invented a movie plot. It came up with these pieces of the puzzle, and it put them all together. Things happen. Things move. That is a good point. And he attacks uh, Super the new movie, which you are right. There is weird, hard cuts, and there is definite problems with the pacing. Uh, you were not the only one to notice. I noticed as well. I was like, what is going on? This movie is insanely rushed. On JB's point, yes, the old movie doesn't make sense for Mario. What are these meteors? What are these Goombas? <laughs> what the hell is Dennis Hopper doing? What is going on? Is that Dennis Hopper? It the is. bad guy? Yeah. What the hell is even going on? Um, but I gotta, I gotta take Jake's on this. He's right. Super, the new movie abandoned plot for the sake of setting and characters and set pieces, and it did those amazingly. What are you, what are you guys it talking did, about? It That's did a great job. A but it has I was, the plot. I was not engaged by the plot of a Super Mario movie at all. I just stared at a pretty picture and a bunch of sounds as they went. Um, it was close, and it did things very safe, but I don't like safe. I like weird, and Jake has definitely swayed me. 
Round three goes to the 93 Mario. Wow, rigged. Thank you. Thank you. Is it is it in a rigged. two to one? Is yes. it rigged? Rigged two to anybody, one. <laughs> anybody who says that the plot of the ninety three movie is in any way a plot is ridiculous. It is a plot. <laughs> it is a plot. It's not from beginning that's, to end. That's it's a, plot a plot as much as like uh, the, a kid's menu at Red Robin is a plot. It, like no, that's just something you do. It had that eighties plot. It really mm. did, and that's what those movies were like back then. It was a solid, Honestly. stable plot for the 80s. 93. 93. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. 93. Which is basically oh. the 80s. All right. So this is what happens when we do a two-to-one lead. The current loser, which is Jake and his uh, 93 Mario, get one minute on the clock to no holds bars, no rules, no subjects, whatever you got to do to convince me to get your game to win. I will give you one minute on the clock, and Jake, plead for your life, starting now. You know in your heart, only one of these movies has heart, and one of these movies is an advertisement to sell video games. My movie has heart. As weird as it is, as convoluted in not very Mario, I'll admit now. Not very Mario. This movie is. What this movie has is heart. The people who made this movie took something crazy, slapped Mario's name on it, and made something no one ever forgot. Everyone knows this movie. Good or bad, everybody knows this movie. And it came out 30 years before. It's so infamous in Mario, infamy in, myth, in, in, in history, that the new Mario movie even copies it. It copied my movie. This movie lives in people's hearts. Will the new Mario movie live in people's hearts in a year or two? I don't know. It might just be a movie that, you know, just passed by. It's a thing that happened. Time is up. A very, a very, very passionate argument for the old one. Let's go ahead and get down to brass tacks. The arguments are over. We got a two-to-one lead. Now let's talk about it. Does this overturn my thoughts, the judges' thoughts? The answer is very obviously no. The Excuse me? Mar- this new Super Mario movie does gives you everything fucking Mario top to bottom that you want. The old movie was a weird video game tie-in. It was Dragon Ball Evolution. It was such a bastardization it was a movie of the it was a movie reskin. It was they hollowed out Mario's shell and fucking walked around in it like a skin suit. The real winner today <laughs> is the newest 2023 Super Mario movie. It's so good. It's got everything Mario. Yeah. Go watch it. Play the music. Is there music? Go ahead and play it. Do the Mario swing your arms from side to side. Come on, it's time to go. Do the Mario take one step. And then again, let's do the Mario all together now. Winner, it's the new movie. Of course it is. The The old movie fucking sucks. What are these critics talking about? Boo critics. Winner, new movie. And then again, let's do the Mario all together now. Come on now, just like that. I'm telling you, it's just too much. He's gone crazy. Oh, yeah, he's mad with power, that's for sure. 
We should probably, we should probably, we should probably, woman, we should probably, we should probably group up or something. What are you all doing in here? Look, somebody's gotta talk to Terry. He's got all Scorsese on the staff. Uh, he's filming us everywhere we go, like even in the bathrooms, e even if you don't ask him to. And he tried to drop a piano on me for comedic effect. He told me to lose 15 pounds by Monday, and I'm like, I am 15 pounds, buddy. We just don't know who else to turn to. Well, what about the boss? He's literally the boss of this place. Oh, right. Forgot about that. Uh, well, we're already here. Can't you do something? We just can't take it anymore. He's pushed us to our limit. That was my plan all along. <gasps> Damn it, Terry. How did you get under my desk? Uh, a good director is always under the desk, watching, waiting, ready to light a fire under the talent to inspire them to break beyond their limitations and give the show of a lifetime. But you're killing us. We need a break. Ah, uh, but it's not the director's job to give actors what they desire, but rather what is necessary for their performance. I pushed you so you could achieve more than you could ever dream. I helped you find unfathomable depths of sorrow, a boiling anger that could melt steel. And that tree will bear sweet fruit that tastes of joy and elation beyond your wildest imagination. Who did you do that for? Well, myself. But trust me, it will all be worth it. When my magnum opus is unveiled, you'll all be saying, Oh, thank you, Terry. Oh, my God. You, your raw creative talent has rocketed me to stardom and give me just absolute boatloads of cash. Oh, well, uh, well, I mean, fame and money sounds pretty neat. Yeah, I, mean, yeah, 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 I like that. I, I had to really consider that. I could star in my own martial arts films. And that kind of thing is something I've always wanted, to be known and feared by the public at large. Yes, and I'm going to put you guys in all my films, even though you can't act worth a damn. You're all going to be my Seth Rogans. All right. All right. Well, I could be Seth oh, yeah, Rogan. I could be Seth, Ooh. yeah. Well, well, yeah, you play funny. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't sound like him. <laughs> is that a good? <laughs> no, like an old Chevy starting up. Not even close. Now, who wants to watch the film that will cause our stars to rise into the universe of cinema? All right, right yeah, yeah. let's do it. Let's, let's do it. it. Oh yeah. But also, he has metal crutches for legs! Can a disabled robot even be an orphan? What a philosophical conundrum! Oh, well, I robot, but I also human! Qu question mark, I am the worst of both worlds. I will never belong anywhere. Oh my god, what should we do, the boss? Terry, stop filming me. I'm not reading any of these lines. Nope. I said get that damn camera out of my face. Get it? What? You say you're the boss of Game Corp and you'll take me in? I'm saved! The day, yay! Now I have a home. And the most prestigious and professional game marketing... Cup... 
company with years of experience and reliability. Ah, uh, yeah, that is right, because uh, when you are here at GameCorp, your family, uh, especially the client. Oi, what up, Captain? We're the hoodlums of GameCorp, and every day we leave our orange clock tower to be causing trouble, bruh. Right. Hey, hey. Oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, now it's time for you to get stabbed. Stop right there. Oi, why should I? Because I, I, I have cancer. Oh. Hey, why did you turn it off? Terry, um, th this movie is really bad. Well, yeah, it's supposed to be. What? Why would you make a movie better purpose? Well, because it spits in the soulless face of modern cinema. It abandons all conventional techniques, unlimited Dutch angles, constant changing plots and characters, zero one-liners, no color grading. I even threw in some random scenes from Adam Sandler movies. It shows how ugly and messy and terrible life can be, just like Adam Sandler. I'm sure the box office is craving something new, strange, and different. Oh, oh, you love Ralph Philistines. You'll never walk in this town again. Well, that's our show, everyone. As always, I'd like to thank Metroid Mike for the use of our theme song, I Can't Break, off of the album Heart of the Juggernaut. Right now, it's on sale at Bandcamp. The price, whatever you're paying for it, at least a dollar. You better pay more than that, you cheap motherfucker. Pay $10! ten dollars ten ninety nine ninety nine ninety nine. Because every time you pay that, that's one more mortar that we send to San Francisco and San Francisco sends that to the space station because the space station's under attack. And do you know who it's under attack by? It doesn't matter. It's classified. And always thanks to Inky Danny for our beautiful artwork. She originally created the design for our cool logos. Check it out and look at it with your eyeballs. And I want to thank you all for going out to Discord and Twitter and answering the Ask the Intern questions. Make sure you go check it out on this one. And uh, while you're there, maybe you go into that Discord and you you sign up, say hello, get your gas station nickname, and find out the next time we're streaming. That's right, the Elden Ring saga continues and we're going bonk. And I, Cowboy, want to thank you guys so much for just coming into work today, our lovely interns, and listening to the show. If you can, review it anywhere you're allowed to click mousey buttons and phone buttons and tippy taps, but also use your goddamn human mouth to tell other people to listen to the show. That's the only way we grow and make you more content. Don't forget to stay for the goddamn post credits and get the fuck out of here. Good night, everybody. Good night. Or morning. Uh, I don't really have banter. Is there like I Mario based banter? Now, is there anybody that can tell me why most alligators are abnormally aggressive? Anybody? Anyway, oh, yes, yes, sir, you, sir. Mama says your alligators are on because they got all them teeth with no toothbrush. <laughs> oh, Mama said alligators are ornery because they got all them teeth and no toothbrushes. Well, I'm fucking wow. Anybody else? Y yes, sir, you, sir. Uh, alligators are aggressive because of an enlarged medulla oblongata. It's the sector of the brain which controls aggressive behavior. 
That is correct, sir. It is the Madubla Oblongudu. But, but what was it? I said the Medallion Moblongata. It's where anger, jealousy, and aggression come from. Now, can anybody here tell me what happiness comes from? Anybody. All right. Let's hear what Mama has on the subject. Mama says your happiness is from magic waves of sunshine that come down when you're feeling blue. <laughs> well, folks, Mama's wrong again. No, Carmel Sanders, you're wrong. Mama's right. You are wrong. Mama's right. Mama's oh. right. Oh, it looks like something's wrong with his madabla oblim goboba. I got. Oh, my God. <laughs> God damn. <laughs> <laughs>